welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello, hello. I'm back. Yep, I am back. You guys probably didn't even know I had left, which is a good thing. I'll take it. Yeah, totally take it. I actually was on vacation for a few weeks, but you guys didn't know that because I recorded a bunch of podcasts before I left, hence the guests and so on and so forth, because I would miss you guys if I left for that long and didn't check in and didn't talk with you. I love you guys. I mean it. I love the interactions, the conversations, the exchanges that we have on all the social channels. And if you're not following me on the social channels, whatever it may be, just look for Pamela Hughes Coaching, Instagram, Facebook. Those are the two I usually hang out with the most. You can find me. And I love the interactions that we have there. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't walk away from that for a few weeks. I would miss you guys too much. But I'm back. And to be honest with you, I have had some challenges over the last few weeks. My, uh, my family has faced several challenges over the last few weeks. And you guys know I don't have any problem sharing the details of my life with you, the, the victories, the trials, the tribulations, whatever they may be. But I'm not going to share some of the specifics of these challenges of what happened, because frankly, they didn't happen to me. So I don't feel like they are my stories to share. All right. But what I will share with you is what I've learned and what I've grown to appreciate and the awareness that I have developed over the last few weeks. And really, all of that it comes down to to one thing. And that one thing, well, it's more than one thing. But I guess the biggest thing for me that it came down to was problems and what to do with them. I mean, we all face problems, right? They're a part of our everyday life. But dealing with a bunch of issues in your life What's changed for me is is how I view those quote-unquote problems. Yes, I'm using air quotes on my podcast. You can't see me, but oh, it is happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I have, I've had some practice, we'll call it that, in, in shifting my perspective and, and challenging how I view those problems over the last month. Now, I want to start off by defining what a problem is, because your definition of a problem and my definition of a problem are probably two totally different things. I learned that the hard way in the news business. I once had a boss. It was a breaking news situation. I was running the newsroom, and he he steps into the newsroom, and he goes, Pamela, what are we doing here? And I said, I got it covered, boss. And he looked at me, and he said, great. Tell me how you got it covered, because your definition of covered and my definition of covered are probably two different things. And it hit me. I was like, whoa, wow. Yeah, you're probably right, but woo, that was between the eyes. And you know what? I learned a lot from that situation. So now I just kind of want to offer that to you, that your definition of a problem and my definition of a problem are probably two different things. So for the sake of this podcast and this podcast alone, I'm defining a problem as a situation preventing something from being achieved. 
a situation preventing something from being achieved. Now, the word problem comes from a Greek word meaning obstacle. So in essence, a problem is something standing in your way. I mean, it's pretty simple when you break it down that way, huh? And there were a lot of things standing in the way of what I wanted to achieve. Not only what I wanted to achieve, but what so many in my family wanted to achieve. And you know what? That's okay. It happens. It's called life. But when you feel like you're dealing with one problem after another, after another, after another, it can and does take a toll. And you can find yourself in this emotional whirlwind. You know what I'm talking about, right? This emotional tornado. Have you ever been in or near a tornado? I have. I grew up outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we don't have a lot of tornadoes there, but it does happen. And I was probably in the fifth grade maybe sixth grade. And I still remember the skies like turning green. Like I've never seen a sky that color before. And that happened just before a tornado blew through a few miles from my house. So like if you grew up in the Midwest, you know what to do in a tornado, right? You go down in the basement, you go to a storm cellar. I think basements are a little bit more common and universal. So I'm just going to use that terminology. You go down in the basement and you stay away from the windows, and you wait until it's safe to go back upstairs. Now, when you find yourself in an emotional tornado, the same safety procedures apply. I mean, they really do. Okay, what do I mean by that? I, I mean, well, when you have all these problems, all these emotions, these issues, these challenges, whatever it is that you want to call them swirling around in your life, sometimes it's just best to go down to the basement and wait until it starts to die down a bit. Yeah, when the winds are whipping at like 150 miles per hour and like a Cat 3 tornado, what you don't want to do is come up from the basement, take a look around and pop your head out the window to get a better look. No, hang out in the basement. You want to wait until the worst is past. Same thing when you are in the thick of it. When life is smacking you upside the head and you are in that emotional tornado, take some time, find that safe place, go down to that basement, whatever that may be to let that emotional storm die down. This is not the time to be making big decisions. Let it settle before you pop your head out, right? And that's okay to do. You don't have to fix all the problems perfectly right away. In fact, just even those words coming out of my mouth, I mean, you could just see how ludicrous that is. You cannot fix every problem perfectly right away. You can't fix every problem. Nothing is perfect. And right away usually is the wrong way. But that's the kind of pressure we put on ourselves. That's the kind of pressure that I put on myself for years. And it can actually do a lot more harm than good. You know, when, when you're in that emotional, like, heightened state, you're not thinking clearly. So, you know, what you say or what you do may actually be something which you regret. And that only adds to the problem. Don't do that. You don't have to do that. Take some time. Find that space. But then it's important to be aware of how you're spending your time in that space. When you're down in, quote unquote, the basement, whether it is in a bubble bath or whether it's taking a timeout. No, seriously, I do. I take timeouts. I'll tell Riley. I'm like, yeah, mom needs a timeout. And I just go into my bedroom and chill. 
those are like the day-to-day type of things where, okay, you go for a walk, you take your time out. That might be your, you know, figuratively going down in the basement. But when you are in that whirlwind of several issues and several problems and several challenges smacking you day after day after day, that's when you really have to become aware of how you're spending your time when you decide to take some space. Because how you spend that time is either going to propel you forward or it's going to kind of keep you stuck in that emotional whirlwind. If you keep playing the challenges and replaying the problems and hypothetical situations of the issues over and over in your brain, whatever it is that you want to call them, if you keep reliving, re-experiencing, replaying those things over and over, you're going to stay stuck. Now, if, if you're able to identify the problem and start figuring out ways to move forward that, that takes you where you want to go, great, do that. There's no issue. What I'm talking about is is when you're in this emotional whirlwind, this emotional tornado where it feels like nothing's going your way and you're exhausted, that's when you want to take some space, take some time, go down into the figurative basement, if you will. But the time you spend down there and what you do with it is going to determine whether or not you move forward faster or whether you stay stuck longer. And that comes down to... Are you taking that time to focus on the problem and relive it and replay it? Or are you willing to look for a solution? Because if you're looking at the problem and you're focusing on the problem, then you're going to find more of them. Instead, if you focus on the solution, well, that, that is what's going to help you move forward. Anytime you find yourself overwhelmed or overcome with like fear, sadness, dread, anxiety, whatever it may be, ask yourself this. Am I focusing more on the problem or the solution? I mean, like that simple question, it can provide so much clarity and it can actually be the catalyst of getting you to move again, get you moving. Focusing on a solution is what propels you forward, but that does not mean you need to have it all figured out. By solution, it's just like, where do you want to go? What's the destination? What do we hope to achieve here? You don't have to have it all figured out, but be willing to look for a solution. If you're willing to look for a solution, then that's all you need to figure out that next step. All you need to figure out is the next step. What's the next step in this situation? And again, simple questions that can help when your mind gets really complicated. Am I spending my time focusing on the problem or the solution? Do I want to focus on the solution? Because sometimes, you know what? You just kind of want to dive into the problem. And you want to spend a little time there, feeling all the, 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 the emotions. And there's, that's not a problem either. Just be aware of that's what you're doing. And then when you're ready to come up from that, start focusing on the solution. And asking yourself, what's the next step? And once you take that step, then figure out the next step. And then the next step. And then the next, where I tend to get overwhelmed, and you may as well, is when we know exactly where we want to go or what we want to happen, but I just don't know how to get there. I don't know how to make it happen. And I've grown to accept that that's okay. All I need to do is just take the next step. And it's remembering that like the word problem 
comes from the Greek word meaning obstacle. So someone who has a problem must find a way of solving it. The meaning of solving a problem is a solution. So if you're focused on the problem, you're going to have a ton of obstacles in your way. If you focus on the next step, just that simple next step, not how are you going to make it all happen, just what's the next step? You're going to find that solution. Every step you take, every next step you take is going to get you closer to it. Now, I realize that this may be an overly simplistic view of boiling down an issue, but I got to tell you that this, this way of thinking, this mindset, these questions that I'm offering you, they're really what helped me in this past month. So I'm, I'm excited to share them with you on this podcast. I really am. Because, you know, I, you, we, we all can tend to make things more complicated and harder than they need to be. I mean, I'd scratch that. Our brains, our brains tend to make things harder than they need to be. I I, uh, I took a course. This was recently. I took a, a two-month course where I learned about and studied something called positive intelligence. Now, if you're not familiar with it, that's fine. But positive intelligence, or PQ, if you will, measures the percentage of time your mind is serving you as opposed to sabotaging you. Okay? That's, that's PQ. Now, one of the principles that they teach is that every problem is a gift. Every problem is a gift. You may have even seen that quote, a meme on a bumper sticker, something along those lines. And I truly appreciate what they're saying, that problems force us to grow. That's true. I get that. I intellectually get that. I agree with it. But I got to tell you, when you are in the thick of it, when you are in an emotional tornado and those problems smacking you upside the head, it can be a huge leap to find the gift in the struggle in real time when all you're looking for is just a little relief, a little breathing room. So if that idea of every problem is a gift works for you, awesome. Run with it. Go with it. No problem there. But for me, it it was really hard to go from this sucks to, oh, this is a gift. It, It wasn't something at the time that my brain was open to was willing to see. In fact, I had a lot of resistance to that idea and concept. And you may as well. But what my brain was okay with is this sucks. That's okay. What can I learn from it? What can I learn from it? What's the opportunity here? Instead of every problem is a gift... I was able to settle on every problem is an opportunity, an opportunity to learn. And boy, that felt real to me. That felt good to me. I could buy into that. If I looked for it, I could see the opportunity. And you know what? Sometimes all I had to do was look for it. My brain wasn't offering me the opportunity first. It was offering me the problem first because that's what our brains are wired to do. But as soon as I started looking for the opportunity, what's the opportunity here to learn? What's the opportunity to grow? What's the opportunity to take away from this situation? Boy, I found it. I found a lot of them. And looking for those opportunities and focusing on those opportunities and taking those opportunities changed my whole experience. 
Again, you find what you're looking for in life. If you're looking for the problems, you're going to find them. If you're looking for the opportunities, you're going to find them too. See, the opportunity to learn something new, to show up in a different way, it was the willingness for me to be wrong, to be vulnerable, that all helped me discover that next step. And then the next, and then the next. And it also helped me discover just how much I've grown over the last few years. I used to feel like I had to have all the answers all the time, that the goal was for me to fix everything right here, right now. In fact, if I could have fixed it yesterday, that would have been better. You, you feel me on this? Anybody else feel this way? Like, I got to have all the answers and I got to fix everything. Why did I want that? Well, because the sooner I could fix it, the sooner I could stop feeling bad. The sooner I could start feeling better. And isn't that like the goal of everything, to stop feeling bad and to start feeling better? I mean, that's why we do almost everything in life is because we want to feel better or we want to feel good or we want to stop feeling bad. Now I get, I understand that it's okay for me to feel bad. It's okay for others to feel bad. It's not my job to fix them. It's not. It's my job to love, support, listen, and show up as the highest version of myself. And that highest version can change on the day based upon different situations. And that's okay too. You see, all of that is entirely within my control. And you know what? It's also within yours. I also know that my thoughts are going to have a huge, like a profound impact on how I'm feeling. So being aware of what I'm thinking and the thoughts that are just running through my head is always the first step of taking control of my emotions. And I recommend the same for you too. Journaling. Journaling is a great way to kind of get to the thoughts, just allowing yourself to write down what's going on in your head. There's something magical that happens when you get your thoughts out of your head and down on paper. And yes, you have to write, not type Writing something forces your brain to work in ways it just doesn't when you type, and it helps you process better. So write it down. Take a look at it. Get it out of your brain and onto paper. You've heard me say this before. It's so simple and extremely powerful. I also learned that uh, sometimes, yeah, I don't want to control my emotions. I want to feel them. I want to let them out. I want to have them there and just just get them out of me. And I found ways to do that, ways that getting my emotions out helped me, but it didn't hurt others. And a lot of that came from taking that time, taking that space for myself, not feeling like I had to fix everything for everybody all the time, but just being present and listening. And then that was enough. When you can step back and you can shift your perspective of seeing a problem as an opportunity, man, I got to tell you, there is so much possibility for a solution. And, and eventually, in time, you'll also see the gift. All right, guys, that's all I got for you. I'll see you next week. 
Hey there, podcast listeners. If you're feeling stuck and you want to start wiggling loose, head on over to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com and sign up for a free session to see if life coaching is for you. Again, that's PamelaHughesCoaching.com. Hope to chat with you soon.